Dodgers fans, welcome to another episode of Dodgers Rap 360. Mike's gone, but I'm here. And the Dodgers, an average week, we're about to talk about it. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It's a good song, LA. Welcome into another week of Dodgers Rap 360. What you guys think about this one? Well, Brent Anderson is back, and the Pirates certainly will Hold on, I'm back. talking about the song. Oh. <laughs> Which they played at the Rams game this week as they well. They did, they did. <laughs> Welcome, guys. My name is Michael Rippey. I'm your host. You can find me all over social media, at Mike Rips. I'm joined by two lovely gentlemen. Tell them who you are, guys. Hunter Marks. And Josh Gershaw. And I'm sure you can catch them somewhere on social media. Oh, yeah, you can catch me at Gersh13. Not to be confused with the uh, college basketball scouting Josh Gershaw. Nope. <laughs> That's a nice little mix-up there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Hunter underscore Marks at Twitter. Tweet me. That's right. So tell them what you think about their performances tonight. And tell them all about the Dodgers, because we would like to talk to you. So, average week, guys, for the Dodgers, 3-3. Three and three. Took two from the Phillies, one from the Pirates. Overall feelings of the week, gentlemen. Uh, going 3-3 three and three is fine with this rotation. Uh, the pitchers are out and the guys keep hitting, so I'm actually okay with this so far. Guys are swinging, very happy. Yeah, I mean, with the way the pitching staff has been, you guys, they could go at 500 at this point. It's probably a win. Definitely. Imp- impressive. In fact, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a major theme of tonight's episode, pitching, because the Dodgers have a lack of pitching, but yet are still getting by with the pitching. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's start with Brett Anderson, today's starter. Uh, finally back from injury. And, and the lasts, Pirates welcomed him back in style. Right, and he leaves today's game injured. Injured. <laughs> so, I mean, where where are we? This guy, huge year last year, and really depended on this year to start the season, we thought, and yet uh, finally makes it back and uh, immediately makes it through uh, only an inning, gives up five runs, and uh, hurt again. So, you know, what, what do you guys think about Brett Anderson? It's his first game back. Yeah, he got hurt again, but I don't think he's going to be the deal too long. I don't know if we have word on that yet. But, you know, it's it always takes a little couple games to get going, get the feel of the game, rhythm going. So he'll be fine. Okay. I'm not as optimistic about Fred Anderson. Uh, well, given his history, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is almost like deja vu with Hunjin Ryu because it's a different injury. What he left the game today was not the same injury that he was out with. Now he's worrying about another problem, yeah. which, you know, it seems to be the theme of their pitching staff. And if, if you didn't see today's game, Brett Anderson left the game with a sprained left wrist. It seemed like more he had a sprained uh, ego yeah, that's from what... <laughs> getting shelled early. So we'll see what it really was. But I think he's not going to be – I personally think he's going to be okay. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be uh, fine. Moving forward uh, as far as health-wise, uh, as far as can he perform, <laughs> that's another scenario. Let's talk about some of the other pitchers because – it's, uh, it's who's left it's, it's really it's <laughs> yeah. like Survivor it is <laughs> and uh, let's talk about one healthy pitcher that was uh, a star this week for the Dodgers and that's our, our young phenom uh, Urias yeah he was he was great this week I mean uh, he struggled a little bit the other day he gave up what I think he's actually why I think he walked three guys yeah. got, got out of trouble though um, still striking out guys but, I mean, to me, he's coming along really nicely. I know the innings limit, I think, is kind of thrown out the window at this point because they don't have an option. See, where he's forced to pitch. Yeah, he's forced exactly. to pitch. So I think they're kind of doing away with the innings limit. But, I mean, I really have high hopes for him. I'm kind of glad they, never, they didn't get rid of him. I mean, to me, unless you got Chris Sale, maybe Chris Archer in return, I'm glad they didn't trade him. No, that, that was good. I was happy that they kept him. Yeah. And, like we said, the, the Dodgers were 3-3 three and three this week, and he had two of the victories. Yeah. So... <laughs> 
really carrying the team almost. <laughs> he, the he's improving with each game, which is he's further ahead of schedule than anybody probably anticipated, mm-hmm. and he's just doing better. And he's he's shown that he's going to be a strikeout pitcher in this league. Yeah. And like Josh said, once he kind of gets his control underground, like under or control under control, yeah. you know he'll get it. He'll get it going. Yeah, because it's the because I remember early Kershaw, it was the walks. The walks always killed him. He always had a low ERA, always had high strikeouts, but it was when he started walking guys in his early days. That's when he started getting crushed. Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things for young pitchers usually that it's it's hard for them to uh, get through innings quick. Yeah, and uh, not kind of trust their. A lot of times they don't trust their stuff. <laughs> Totally uh, at the big league level, so they'll they'll knit, knit and pick. And he uh, seems to trust his stuff because he's shown quite an arsenal of pitches that he's willing to throw in any scenario, which I like to see. It doesn't always work. I think that's in- contributed to his high walk count, but I like the fact that he's going for it and he's trying things and trying his curveball, trying his slider. He's behind in the count. Yeah, so and he's only tw- he just turned twenty, right? Yeah. I believe. Young. just Very Friday, young. Friday or Saturday, he just turned twenty. I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's. I, I want to. I have a question, but I want to hold it for a second. Let's. Let's move on to uh, Rich Hill. A guy who the last time I was on the program wasn't on the Dodgers, and yet I guess he's on the Dodgers. He hasn't pitched yet. Uh, I, I was I was vouching for him, and I'm I'm excited for the Dodgers that they got him because I think he could be very helpful. He's been slated to start a couple times, and yet hasn't been able to do it because of what they call an extreme blister. I don't know if you guys have ever had an extreme blister. Tell us in the chat. Tell us yeah. on Twitter and social media. What is Details, that? Please, What's yeah. the difference between a blister and an extreme I mean, blister? But I, I imagine is it is it going from instead of that big, it's about this big. Like what's the what's the story? So he hasn't uh, he hasn't been able to pitch yet. He's had many tentative dates to start, yeah. and yet each time the extreme blister has taken control. But right now he's slated to make a rehab start in Oklahoma City this Monday. And if all goes well, he will start next Saturday against Cincinnati which, uh, on the road. Which is a nice warm-up game because Cincinnati, not a strong team. Exactly. It's a good good game to get him back, especially because we'll need him against the Giants. Absolutely. So it's a good it's a good way to start there. Nonetheless, if we can get him back anytime, it would yeah. be great. But what, <laughs> it would be great to have him in Cincinnati. I think he's going to be crucial to the Dodgers' chances this season. And, and i got to say, from the last time I was on the program to now, it's, uh, for me... I think the Dodgers are in a position that's uh, exciting. I think that with the addition of Rich Hill, I think we're getting word now on Clayton Kershaw that he probably will return. Yeah. He's been throwing uh, actively this week from further distances, testing himself out. And while he hasn't gotten on a mound yet, it does look like he's going to be able to return sometime in September. Uh, and I want to move along to talk about Clayton. So that, that gives big hope for the, the guys as they're playing right now and fans for the rest of the season. Because oh, yeah. now, now we're looking at a team that can not only get into the playoffs, but potentially make some, you know, make some noise. Oh, yeah. With, if with a healthy Kershaw and a healthy Rich Hill, that's a good one-two that's punch. A yeah, that's a great one-two. Yeah. And then, and sorry to cut you off, but think about a, that one-two. If they can leapfrog San Francisco <laughs> and not have to play in that wild card kind of playing game, to the playoffs. Yeah. Then we're talking about... This is a team nobody wants to face in the playoffs. So that, that's what we're oh, talking yeah. about cool. then all of a sudden. All of a sudden, the Dodgers are becoming contenders. And not just, oh, a team that kind of could sneak into the playoffs. And we're, lo- we're looking at maybe if the Dodgers can get that NL West division title, we're looking at a first-round matchup with Washington. Which which we can beat. Which we can Which beat. we found out on the road that we can beat. Yeah. Which has a suspect manager when it comes to, to playoff time. If you ask me, Dusty Baker has never been able to get it done in the playoffs. Oh, no, never. Uh, so epi- I, Epic collapse against the Angels in many, that World Series. Many times. So if we're... <laughs> Dodgers fans, we need to be looking at the playoffs and looking at if we can get that NL West, which is 
right there for the yeah, taking. It is. It is right San there. San Francisco is asking LA <laughs> to take it. <laughs> yeah, Basically they're begging them, take it, <laughs> they, take it. They uncharacteristically blew a 7-1 lead, I think, in the eighth inning today. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, what's a uh, Cueto pitch fine, mm-hmm. you know, today. And, and the, the bullpen. Just, bullpen just blew it. I mean, that's not like the Giants. I mean, they're a hot mess, that bullpen yeah, right now. I know it's an even year, which is normally, you know, bodes well for the Giants, but they're, they, I mean, the Dodgers are still technically the best team since the All-Star break, I believe. They are 20, they're, so they're, they're actually 24 and 16 since Kershaw's been gone. Yeah. Which is incredible. And they lead the league in slugging since he's been gone and uh, slugging and um, I think on base percentage since yeah. he's been gone. So it's everyone's hitting. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to cut you <laughs> off know. there, but like the beginning of the year, going into the All Star break, Howie Kendrick was struggling, Adrian Gonzalez was struggling. Now all of a sudden, these guys are hitting, and Rob, Rob Sedgwick, what a blessing in disguise this guy has been. <laughs> Career minor leaguer coming up to the Dodgers, showing soon he can hit a little bit. So to get back on track, great. So Kershaw looks like he's going to return. Rich Hill, if he gets rid of this extreme blister and, and, and is ready to go, we're looking at a one-two. This is what, the question that I held off on saying, and I want you guys to tell us in the chat whenever you watch this or listen to us on a podcast, who's our third starter in the playoffs? Maeda. Maeda? I think so. Maeda, Definitely. right. He's Definitely. been your most consistent guy. I yep. mean, he's still his CRA is still in the low threes. Okay. Uh, he at least goes six, six, seven innings. We've had a problem with that. Not Dodgers. seven innings, not yet. Well, not seven <laughs> innings, but... Well, I, I ask you that in the sense that is, is Maeda our two or our three? Because do you, want to split the, yeah. do you want to split the lefties? you want to go lefty-lefty, right? I think it depends on the matchup, but for, for the sake of the argument right now, mm-hmm. it's Kershaw, Hill, Maeda, Casimir. And then I think the okay. one's kind of up for grabs. Yes. And do you think do you think Casimir's got a lock in that that fourth no. spot? I mean, can we see, could we say maybe Urias? Yeah, I, I can yeah, see. So no, yeah, 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 absolutely. I can see Urias. If Urias pitches the way he's been pitching, how can you not throw him out there? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's even pitched in high leverage situations. Uh, I mean, well, they've they've kind of thrown him to the wolves and been like, he's done fine. Like, let's see what you got, and he's been responding. So I, I mean, Casimir can be good. So it is a you know he does go hot and cold, but uh, it's I, I I can't see him having a sure lock on that number. Right, four. I would say <laughs> that, and and tell us what you guys think. Do you think that the number four spot for the LA Dodgers? Pitching rotation. If the playoffs call for it, who would that be? Would it be Casimir? Would it be Urias? Or would both? It be, could it be somebody we're not even thinking about? Different series, different ways. Yeah, yeah. Because I could see them if Casimir struggles. Because all his struggles are usually in the first two or three. You know, first two innings. Quick hook. Quick, yeah. Yank him. Put in Urias, who can give you three or four innings at least. And in the playoffs, everybody has a quick hook. So absolutely. Yeah. Now let's talk about a guy that returned recently. Another pitcher who seemed to have it going well. And then has just imploded and is now back on the DL, and that's Brandon McCarthy. Yeah, that that was a shame. That's just a tough, a, a, a bad luck. You know, he actually was showing glimpses of, like, being healthy and pitching fine and kind of getting a couple wins and going deep in games for Dodgers, really when we needed it, and Kershaw first went out. But he said he had a really bad outing last time. Obviously, he's on the DL now, so hopefully we should yeah. have a speedy recovery. Brandon McCarthy on the DL, forced from his start on Saturday after a one and two-thirds with a right hip stiffness. That doesn't sound good. No, he that had, does not sound good. He had walked five, hit one of the 13 batters <laughs> he faced. It's not good. Not good. And, and if you watch that game, you could tell that something was definitely yeah. wrong with his motion. He had th- he threw in 29 of the 51 pitches out of the strike zone. Yeah. So he, that's a clear sign that something is up. Yeah, because that was the same thing when Kershaw got hurt. You could tell because he was walking guys and missing the zone. Even when he, if even if Kershaw gets hammered, like his one bad outing was against the Marlins, right? Mm-hmm. He was still in the zone. Guys were hitting the ball. He's usually not out of the strike zone. So you can tell when you could just tell with McCarthy, you're like, oh God, something is definitely wrong with him right now. Yep. And, you know, on that that game, and that was a game too that was interesting because the Dodgers had 12 hits. And scored one run. 
That, that was interesting. Yeah, a lot exactly. of guys stranded. A lot of runners stranded. Yeah. So do we think that Brandon's lost for the season, or could we potentially see him towards the end well, of September? I don't think he's lost for the season, but we don't know yet. We don't have word out. Well, we don't know, but well, I'm, I'm asking you guys. I mean, do, what? Do, I'm a little worried that it's going to be longer than a 15-day. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Because think it, yeah. you look at Kirsch with the back, the hips, those are all... For pitchers, they're so valuable. You know, those. it's not like a... They if like especially Kershaw when you're a power pitcher you're throwing from you know you're throwing from everywhere and with McCarthy that hip issue I mean if that hip's bothering how's he going to go out there yeah absolutely how's he, you know it's and it's one of those injuries that if it doesn't heal right is going to linger and he even said Randy McCarthy said that he was losing confidence yeah. recently because <laughs> with the with the walks and he he knew something was up he thought he had it figured out but clearly he didn't he's back on the DL let's turn it to some of the pitchers that are coming back now. Probably some that. good news. Maybe some good news. <laughs> yeah. And, and let, let's look at a guy that's been huge this season out of the pen, Adam Libertor. And he's slated to possibly come back on Tuesday. Well, he's been the anchor of our bullpen when we really needed it. So hopefully, yeah. Hopefully he come, yeah. he's coming back and he's going to... Le- lefty power arm? I yeah. mean, because I'm not a big fan of Hal. Right. Um, Avalon has been really hot and cold. Uh, I liked a little bit of what we saw from, uh, what's the kid, um, Drayton? I didn't mind some of the stuff we saw. I know the other day against the Phillies, he did give up a home run finally, but I actually didn't mind some of the stuff we saw from him. Um, it'd be nice if if you get a health if a Drayton can actually come around with a healthy Libertor. I like those two arms coming out of the pen more yeah. than more than I trust Hal. Definitely, <laughs> I, I like Liber- or Avalon. I like Libertor and and this kid Drayton more than I like them. Okay, so it'd be nice to have Libertor back we need him back now yeah. <laughs> and another pitcher slated to return and he would start is bud norris yeah i think he's slated to start wednesday actually yeah, yeah. so he, he could be back in the rotation the rotation that keeps being juggled <laughs> and you never know who's starting from game to game he should be a healthy uh addition to the to the to the starting rotation can you imagine being dave roberts right now <laughs> just dealing with in and out in and out and yet what a the, what super a, steady what a first season yeah. as a as a manager i know just right? 20 27 different guys on the dl i think 29 now total like guys who've come up and then had to go back yes so technically it's a record although i think the red sox did actually have 28 different guys go to the dl yep so I mean, this has been it's it's been extraordinary actually to the amount of bad luck and just and everyone knocked Friedman for getting depth over stars in at the, at the beginning of this yep. year everyone knocked him for getting the depth over the stars and he's needed that depth and that's a credit to Dave Roberts uh, that he's done a really tremendous job with this team going through such crazy mm. transition I w- was one that said I thought with you know when Kershaw went down they were going to struggle mightily and they've done the opposite yeah. so it's been super impressive you got to give the manager of a baseball team in his first year a lot of credit you, you know, absolutely you, you got to give the credit to the manager but the guys have been hitting and like absolutely. I, can't, I can't stress this enough of like guys who weren't hitting who have come around because like nobody was expecting this nope. and we need our pitchers back because the guys I don't know if the guys hitting right now can keep this up and carry this team they've been asked to carry a heavy load and we've, they've been doing it so I ask you guys and I ask you guys out there how would you rate Dave, Ma- Dave Roberts job as manager so far if I say 1 to 10 10 being the best 1 being the worst where do you put his job so far through the uh, three quarters of this season. I mean, you got to go nine to me at least. Okay, you go eight. <clears throat> well, I'll let you I'll further expand uh, on well, that. Well, I say only that because at first I didn't like some of the moves he was at first um, when the team was mostly healthy at the beginning of the season. I, you know, it, he made to me a lot of. I mean, the rookie manager mistakes, right? Sure. You know, taking guys out when he shouldn't, leaving guys in when he shouldn't. But the way he's handled all this chaos lately, I've got to give him so much credit. Mm-hmm. Really do. The way you know. 
pitchers coming in and out like crazy. Rookies coming up, just you know, you're just you don't know what you made. They may trade for uh, what Chavez and Ravin and um, who's the other Fields that they picked up. These random guys, you know, that they just need now to fill holes. They just got nothing left out there. Yep. You know, it's to me, it's been pretty amazing, and I do like that. When a guy struggles, this is where I knocked Mattingly. Like Baez, when Baez was struggling, he did knock him down, you know, in the in his in, the, in his rotation. Sure. Whereas Mattingly kind of kept him up, you know. Oh, I'll put him in a high leverage situation. Eventually, he'll come out of it, kind of thing. And it's like, no, well, he didn't. <laughs> he just uh, and at least Roberts, I think, kind of he kind of goes with the hot hand. I think a little bit. I'm only worried about overtaxing the bullpen now. That's yeah. that's well, that's clearly the uh, the issue. The one thing I like is that we're getting close to September, so we'll have September call-ups, yep. expand the rosters. As we know, September 1, the rosters go from 25 to 40. That will help out a lot, especially for this Dodgers team, where <laughs> the bullpen, the pitching, you know, has been very taxed. And you got to think that hopefully with some of these guys returning, that September may be a little bit easier. It's going to be a pennant race. They're in a pennant <laughs> race, though, with San Francisco. It's really tight, and I would like to see. I'm excited because I'm hoping that – the Dodgers can get that NL West title now. Me too. Because I, I, before I'm looking at the, you know, a month ago I was looking at the, the standings, and I'm looking at the Dodgers, thinking, okay, if we get to the wild card game, it's going to be a tough wild card game. But no matter what, we're going to lose <laughs> Kershaw for the, the the next series, at least getting two starts out of him, you know, Max. And so it's exciting to think now the Dodgers have a real shot to make a deep run in October. Yeah, yeah. This is a team nobody's going to want to face. Not, not at all. Especially because I think that the pressure, which in past years for Dodgers fans and Dodgers has been high. Once you get to the playoffs, I think this year it seems like the it won't be so much pressure. They're kind of the underdogs right now. You yeah. know, we've got the Cubs, <laughs> we've got the Giants, been leading all all season. I mean, the Nats. So the Dodgers going if they get in there, it kind of as the underdog, it takes a lot of pressure off. Especially with everything that's happened this year. It's almost like, hey, they they made it. Holy, it's almost a like, lottery ticket. Yeah, it's like, wow, they made it. Great. You know, I think people will be more excited instead of ex- expecting the World Series because don't forget when Freeman kind of came in, they kind of came in with that attitude of World Series or bust. Yes. You know, so it'll be kind of like, oh, hey, this was just a happy year. Everything that we've gone through this year, and we won the division. Wow, that's amazing. Do you think he'll be on the hot seat if the Dodgers become an early flame out in the playoffs? Andrew Friedman or Dave Roberts? The management, no, Andrew Friedman. No, absolutely not. No, I don't no, think so. No, I think that Andrew Friedman has, uh, he's got a longer term, I mean, general managers usually have more time anyways, and also he clearly instituted a new policy kind of and direction for this Dodgers franchise, letting Granky go, kind of moving to a youth movement and more uh, statistical, analytical, uh, you know, front office some of the moves that they've made and uh, keeping with the young guys. So I think they have a, a vision out here for three, four years. And this is just year one. And I think realistically, if you would have told them that Kershaw would be injured for this long, they would be super happy to be where they are right now. Yeah. And so I think you got to say that at this point, Andrew Friedman's done a pretty good job too. Oh, I think so. Like, like I said, people knocked him at the beginning because he right. just acquired depth. Exactly. And now it's like, well, that was suddenly very you know fortuitous that he acquired all that depth. Exactly. Because we need it. Desperately. <laughs> exactly. So we've talked about the pitchers for the most part. Let's talk about a hitter. And this is a hitter that hasn't played all season. I just wanted to touch on Andre Ethier because there's news this week that Andre Ethier says he might be able to return. He's been texting with some of the guys in the locker room. He's been talking about how he hopes to play in September. 
Does Ethier fit? Where does he fit? Who's not going to play if he does fit? And do you guys uh, do you guys think that he could come back and give us something this season? Because he's he's being paid seventeen million dollars. He hasn't played this season. Well, if he comes back, and I've said on this program that I'm still doubtful that we'll see him in a Dodger uniform, and I kind of stand by that. But if he does come back, I would like to see him come off the bench in a platoon role. Uh, the outfield is really intact right now. The only question mark in the outfield really is Howie Kendrick, who's kind of holding his own. And the way he's swinging, they're not going to take him out. And you want Andre's been out all year. You want to ease him back into it. Maybe give him a couple spot starts, but I want to see him come off the bench first in that utility position. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, uh, I mean, it's tough. Uh, he, it was such a freak accident, too, you know, that, that, foul ball. Yeah, that caused that injury. Well, because you've seen guys take foul balls off the leg. It just happened to hit him in, like, the one spot it can't hit him. Right. And I, I, same thing. I would, I wouldn't want to force him back. I mean, he's still got another year on his contract too. He does. So I wouldn't want to force him back because you're still paying him again. You don't want followed by a club option too, which they, which they would decline. decline. Yeah, because yeah, he'll be thirty five, thirty six. Yeah. So that'll be declined. But I, I actually, to me, if he can come back, I, I'm, do you really need him at this point? Well, they, they haven't really missed him. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, if another guy goes down, then yes. <laughs> Let's, no, but if another guy goes down, I think Puig's going to have to come back up. Well, that's where my next. That's yeah. where it was going to lead to Puig, yeah. and that was going to say, do we need Puig? I mean, what's our status with? What, what are we feeling about Yasiel Puig? And not just you guys. Tell us out there if you're listening, if you're watching. Tell us in the comment section. Let us know on social media. <laughs> do the Dodgers need Yasiel Puig at some point this season to do better than they would without him? He went down to AAA, and he's still in the news. He's having some fun on Snapchat. <laughs> creating some videos that maybe are not the right ones to be putting out there but he's doing pretty good at at, at triple a's he's crushing and so what's our future with Puig do we want to see him soon do we hold him back is he going to get called up on September 1 what do you guys think he was was sent down for a couple of things to get his stroke back and he's crushing it right now triple a he was also sent down to become a better teammate Mature and a little bit. To yeah. mature a little bit. And I had said it earlier on the program that like he turned a corner this year. He's had less off-the-field issues. And the Snapchat, although it seems not like a big deal, kind of was a big deal. And that's one of the reasons people seem to feel like realize, like, oh, he wasn't hitting, so he got sent down. No, he needs to grow up. <laughs> and this, uh, there's a big, we got to keep in mind there's a big difference in pitching between AAA and the major leagues. So I'm happy to see that he's crushing the ball and playing well. But at the same time, until we really need him, I kind of want him to stay down a little bit longer. Until we really need him. Until we, which could, could be next week. Or yeah. <laughs> I, I agree, because um, Reddick, Reddick, I know he got off to a rough start, but he's been hitting, I think he had two hits, hits each in the last two games. I think mm-hmm. he's had a f- couple hits in each last two games. Coming around. Yeah, he'll come around. You know, um, so I'm not, and he plays, Is he doesn't have the arm of Puig, but he plays pretty good right he field. has a pretty good like yeah he doesn't have the Puig arm yeah. he's got he's got a little I mean, cannon on him nobody really has the Puig no, arm. No. <laughs> so to me i feel the same way i, I would like to see him down a little bit because i think it is the maturity level because you know from a par- apparently he was not well liked in that clubhouse at all you know when they when vance like made the comment to his dad you know about Kershaw. allegedly yeah. well, well Kurt, no but they asked kershaw about it he didn't deny it which is which is kind of telling <laughs> yeah you know he didn't deny it and we know granky didn't like him at all. Granky's his his own cause, but sure, yeah. Adrian Gonzalez has his own issues with him. Yeah, Gonzalez has had issues with him. Sure. (laughs) It's it's pretty clear that Puig is an interesting case in a clubhouse (laughs) with the guys around him. So that leads me to wonder, do we see Puig on September 1 with the call-ups? I would tell you I don't think so. I think regardless of how he's performing Mm -hmm. in OKC, I think the Dodgers are going to make a point to kind of let him know that they mean business, that he doesn't just get called up with the rest of the teams. I do think we're going to see him in September, but I don't think it's going to be on September 1. What do you guys think? I agree with that. I think we're going to see him when we have to. And he um, he's he's just got to show that he, he belongs as a major leaguer, and that means off the field as well as on the field. And he just, he's been having these, these hamstring issues, and 
I gotta wonder, is he like, is he not doing his pregame stretching? I had heard the rumors that like he was always late to batting practice, like because they have those callouts where you have to be there, and like he was always rushing out, and being late, and it's just like you want to see him act like a major leaguer, take a little bit more serious. Yeah, and that's because I said the same thing. I said it's gotta be. Does he not stretch? Does he just go out there and play? Because you can't do that. I mean, when you're a professional athlete. I know, like, I said it on the program, Lionel Messi stretches, like, two hours before every game. Mm -hmm. So he can stay healthy, doesn't get that issue. You know, obviously he doesn't have to do that, but he at least needs to spend 15 minutes out there warming up a little bit. You'd like to see him (laughs) act like a professional athlete and take it a little bit more serious. It's great that he's in L.A. He's, you know, not in Cuba anymore. He got the big contract, and he, he, you know, he came in to start him so quickly. You wonder, did that really affect him? Because... He was such a star right when he burst onto the scene, and it's kind of gone the opposite way. And we've talked about this in the past. Yeah. And so you just hope that this time maybe he's learning something by you know being sent down to AAA and having to ride the bus and not get the you know the glory of LA and all the fandom and stuff. That's a good point. It, it definitely affected him. I mean, when he first because he had I think wait he had maybe like I might get this wrong thirty minor league games under his belt before he got called up something like that. So, very yeah, very yeah. low number, and incorporating that with a different culture coming from Cuba to the states. But at the same time, this is what now you're. Three? This is year three. This so, is year yeah. three. <laughs> First season passed. Second season, okay, passed. Year three, straighten up, buddy. Exactly. Well, even in the second season, he wasn't getting a pass from a lot of fans at that point. Either. No, he wasn't. First, first season, he did get a pass. Everyone sure. was giving him the pass. Well, because he also and we needed him. What like <clears throat> yeah. the he energy said, he brought? He said high expectations for himself. He yeah. was an all star right mm-hmm. out the gate. He was. Uh, everyone wanted to watch every at bat that he had, <laughs> and he's incredible. And so, those expectations have led. <laughs> To now, when he's disappointing, that it's you know continuous yeah. disappointment makes you wonder. Which um, apparently, from the rumblings I've been hearing, you're getting a little bit of with Bryce Harper this year. The monster season last year, the MVP season. What's he hitting two fifty this year? Yeah, yeah. well, he's such a high low guy. Like yeah, it's, when the highest highs is growing low but, low. But he's got the attitude similar to Puig. A rumor is not well liked. <laughs> it's. And it's 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 kind of fitting along those lines. I want to talk about quickly a guy, a young star in the league that is uh, based from Los Angeles. He plays on the Marlins, and we lost him for the season today, Giancarlo Stanton. Second season in a row we've lost him yeah. for the year. For the year. So he's out, which is, I, I touch on this because the Marlins are in a, a battle to be the second wild card. And so we could see them if we get into the wild card game. And that's a big loss for Miami. Yeah, I really didn't see the Marlins having this good of a year, especially with uh, Miami at the first year at the home. But tip of the hat to the former Dodger manager. Yeah, I think kinda, he's done a great job. He's done a fine that. job yeah. over there, with what, especially with the Marlins organization where they've kind of been known to be frugal. Over the, over the years, which it, is an understatement. I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Alex Rodriguez this week as he was <laughs> basically he was released after kind of being forced out from New York. And it was supposedly going to be he's retiring. And yet now there's rumblings that he could be going to Miami and replacing Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we've seen the last of Alex Rodriguez as a baseball That's what player. I wanted to this know. This is like such an unceremonious dump by the Yankees. And I get why. Like he, He's not performing this year. And I don't know if you guys caught that last game of his, but he went and asked Girardi if he could start the game at third base, and he said no. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's been an interesting situation in New York for yeah. <laughs> that whole situation and drama unfolding. But, but could, he, could he help the Marlins? I mean, that's like, could he really? Did, yeah, I, I think he could. Oddly enough, even though the season he's having, I think he could help the Marlins. He's he's he knows that he's one of the greatest hitters ever. The interesting thing is that if he was to to suit up for Miami, he'd have to play the field, and yeah. so they they. The, the rumors out there are Left talking field? about first, first, base. Base. first base. First base. So we don't know, but, I mean, it would be remiss if we didn't talk about Alex yeah. Rodriguez, one of the best baseball players of our generation, steroids or not. Yeah, he is. So he is now out of the league. 
Let's talk about just the standings. We're we're right there, one game back of San Francisco. The Giants, like I said, they're imploding. Yeah. They're trying to <laughs> give it to it. the Dodgers. It's great. Loving it. We're 45 games left this season. And how, nine against the Giants, I Just, think, still? I think, I think nine. Something like that, yeah. Close to that number. <laughs> 45 games left. Where's our feeling if the Dodgers can get the division? If they actually won the division, I actually like their chances moving forward. Oh, I agree. That's but, but can can I ask you? Can they get it? Can will the Dodgers get the division title? <laughs> Let's look into the crystal ball here. No, actually, <laughs> I, 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 I think they can. I think they can too. Um, I I'm not sold. I'm Cueto's actually. I think Cueto's been. I mean, he pitched He's good today, pitcher. but he has been struggling as of late. Samarja, Samarja. Everyone knows I'm not a Samarja <laughs> on this show, but uh, uh, you know, Bumgarner, Bumgarner, still Bumgarner. So you know. So we need Kershaw back to, I think, to truly take the. Div- I think if Kershaw can come back in September, and actually pitch, yes, I think we can take the division. Okay, so you guys are both on, on the yes. I think yeah. that the the Dodgers could take the division. Since I asked you guys to give me an answer, I got to give you an answer. I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think the Dodgers are going to get the division. It's tight right now. I, I hope the Dodgers get the division, but I think that the Giants, because the Giants have been slumping, I think they're due for a a flip the script hot streak at some point soon here. But I do think we're going to have a tight pennant race. It's interesting. We'll have to see how soon Kershaw can get back because we're talking we're mid-August. Even if he's healthy, we're looking at maybe early September, the earliest in the most optimistic of scenarios. My my guess is if you can get him, because I think we play the Giants at the end of the year, like right in the last week or two. If you can get him back for that series, that is where I can think they can take it. So at the, at, <laughs> at the end of the day, the Dodgers really, they just need to keep it really close. Yeah. I mean, if they can just hang tight. Until Kershaw comes back, which they've done more than that. Yeah. They've been gaining ground without Kershaw, they, which is incredible. They made up six games without him. The thing that worries me is that Kershaw returns, and I feel like the rest of the Dodgers will return to their, <laughs> their level. So then we'll be back in the scenario where Kershaw is carrying the team, and the rest of the team is struggling again. And then you always wonder why can't they both go hot at the same time? Because if they could both go hot at the same time, oh, they'd they, be the best team. Oh, they'd yeah, be unbelievable. They'd win. The, they'd have won a World Series by now. Exactly. Thing. I know Kershaw's had his postseason woes. But for the but he has thrown in some really good games where they just did not score and some really I mean, bad games where he melted down. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. He, he if there's anyone on the planet you want facing in any sort of big game situation for any team, it's Clayton Kershaw. You're good. Anyone would put him out there. So yep. All right. So Kershaw's not going to be back next week. We will. But tell me this, guys. What are you guys looking forward for the team for the next week moving forward? What's something big to tell uh, tell the fans and everyone watching? What are you looking for out of the Dodgers this next week? Keep on winning, guys. I mean, we, obviously, we know we know injuries are kind of taking a toll here, but uh, as long as the offense can keep up, then uh, it's all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I, I I love the hitting right now. I, lo- yeah. I love watching. I mean, is Corey Seager, not that he'd win it, but is he in the MVP yes. conversation? He's a just top the, five. Just the conversation. Not that he'd win. You got Rizzo on the Cubs. You got Brian on the Cubs. You got, you know, you got um, Murphy on the, on the Nationals, but... Wouldn't he have to be in the top five? He, that's Mike and I discussed this last week. He's absolutely a top five candidate right now. Yeah. I, I I don't think he's going to win it this year, yeah. obviously. But um, God, I love seeing this from him in his first year. Yeah, I know. And he <laughs> should be. I would be happy with the fifth place, like fourth or fifth place, like finish. Oh yeah, voting. that'd be for huge. for me. I'm looking for a healthy start from Rich Hill. Yeah, <laughs> productive, get in, get out, 
leave healthy, make sure the blister's behind him, because I think he's going to be a huge part of the rest of the Dodgers he's season. He's in the middle of a career year right now, isn't he? Yeah, incredible before the blister. Season. Incredible yeah. season. Yeah. I, I was adamant about hoping that the Dodgers went after him, so I was surprised when they were able to acquire him for not giving up too much. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to see what he can do with this team. And so I just want to make sure he comes through this week actually pitching yeah. <laughs> and, and healthy, and that would be good news. I think that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Tell them where they can find you guys. Guys, Hunter underscore Marks, Twitter. Me, I am uh, at uh, Gersh13. And your name? Josh Gersh. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm Michael Rippey. You can find me all over social media at Mike Rips. And we will be back next week for Dodgers Wrap 360. <laughs>